Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 10th of February. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can head on over to the marcustoday.com.au website and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can sign up there for a free trial of the newsletter. All right, well, it's certainly a positive night on the US, and it does seem at the moment as if we are seeing inflation fears starting to ease and bond markets starting to come under some sort of uh, control at the moment with yields falling and equities rising. We saw the Dow Jones up 305 points or 0.86% to 35,768. Uh, the Nasdaq had a really good night last night, up 2.08%, 296 points to 14,490 with the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as is its want, up 1.45% or 66 points to 45.87. Why is the US rallying at the moment? Well, just because it can. It was probably a little bit oversold. Earnings have come in better than expected. We saw a good number from Disney and Lyft as well uh, after hours. So that will certainly stoke the bulls as well. So that does bode well for our market today. We've got SPY futures up 41 points or 0.57 of a percent building on that rally we have seen in the last few days. 71.93 for the SPY futures. It is trading at a discount to where the actual physical market is trading. And I have been through that a number of times of why that happens. It's because it's more advantageous at the moment to hold physical stocks because there are dividends big fat ones in that SPY uh, cycle. And as a result, people were happier to pay up for stocks and SPY futures trade at a theoretical discount to that physical price. VIX index down one point, 6.34%, down to 20. Interesting, it uh, could uh, push back down towards that 16, 17 level in coming days and weeks. Of course, we do have the US CPI number to get through tonight. And some of the rally in the US last night was predicated on the fact that that CPI number may not be as bad as some had feared. Of course, that remains to be seen. And we will expect more volatility if that number does uh, exceed or or I guess the other way is uh, actually fall below where market uh, analysts were expecting it to. On the commodities front, last night we had Brent crude up 0.85%, 77 cents, 91.55. Oil WTI up 0.34% or 30 cents to 89.66. Gold doing well, up half a percent, 0.48 to $8.70 to 18.36. But don't get too carried away because the Aussie dollar rose as well, 71.81. So that will negate any of that uh, gold rise, although sentiment will be with it. But in Aussie dollar terms, it's hard to see it moving above 25.50 at the moment, which seems to be the magnetic point. Give or take 10 bucks. Iron ore was easier, down 2.13%, $3.20, 146.75. It did hit 150 
dollars US the other day. And it does seem as if that may have been the trigger. Chinese authorities are trying to get the iron ore price under control, talking about speculation and some of the, uh, the data providers putting out spurious information. I've written more about that in Henry's take today, if you're interested in what's happening in the iron ore price and its effect on BHP, who has their results later uh, this month. In terms of US stocks last night, well, in terms of, let's go through commodities first. We had copper up 2.9%, nickel up 2.5%, aluminium up 2.5%, zinc up 1.5%, lead up 2.5%, and tonne up 0.8%. As a result of all this optimism, we have Freeport up 7.2%, Alcoa up 2.7%, Tech up 3.5%, Anglo up 0.8%, Glencore up 1.5%, Vale up only 0.5%, and Arbomile, of course, the lithium player of choice for the big boys, up 4.3%. BHP down 0.4% and Rio up 0.3 in ADR terms. So uh, it does look as if we're going to get a bit of a kick today in our resource sector. S&P 500 overnight closing near its highs. As I say, after hours, we did see some numbers from Disney and Lyft, all pretty impressive. Uh, we had Apple up 0.8% during trade. Meta seems to have found a bit of uh, ground and uh, a bit of a base, up 5.4%. Google up 1.6%. Microsoft up 2.2%. Netflix up 2.3%. The US bank slightly firmer, uh, with the standout being Goldman Sachs up 1.2%, which may uh, mean Macquarie has a rally in store today. It did have a little bit of a tickle down yesterday. Maybe we'll see a bit of a rebound today. Major stories last night in international markets. Uh, that uh, stock rally gathering steam. The San Francisco Fed's daily, uh, she sees reports, uh, sees support for a March rate hike. I think that's probably a given. Uh, the ECB's Villaroy pushes back against rate hike expectations. Certainly going to be gradual in the ECB. I did see the head of ABN uh, in Holland last night saying that uh, any rate rises would snuff out the uh, the recovery in the European economy. And my friend Steve Sedgwick said, you've got to be kidding, haven't you? Because ne- rates in the, U- in the EU have been negative. So you're saying if they went to positive slightly, it would snuff out the recovery. It just shows how fragile that recovery is, perhaps. The market's worrying about ECB policy mistake. If the signals get too aggressive on the tightening, I guess that feeds into that story. And the Bank of Japan's Nakamura says central banks to continue with easing policy. He obviously hasn't got the memo from uh, the US, the UK and the rest of the world. But the Japan, let's face it, has been running its own race for some time. And certainly their low interest rates haven't really helped their economy too much. Leading emerging market economies so far ahead of Fed, they could be nearing end of their tightening cycles and several US states to roll back mask mandates. Dr. Fauci has predicted vaccinations, treatment and prior infection could soon make COVID-19 more manageable. Go the doctor. Uh, Tentative signs Putin may be looking for some sort of accommodation over the Ukraine. And China has bought 62.9% of the goods it promised to buy under US phase one trade deal. US consumer debt hit a record $15.6 trillion in 2021. And the seven-year high in oil prices is sparking new efforts 
in the high-cost shale basins aluminium at a 13-year high. Importantly, Chinese oil futures slid yesterday after regulators warned against fabricating price inflation. As I say, more on that in Henry's take today. What to expect today? Well, we've got the NABs results out first thing. And in first pass, I guess they look okay. CBA had a massive rise yesterday, 26 index points, up 5.5%. So the banks, I suspect, will lead the charge again today. Certainly, it does seem as if it's safe to go back in the water in terms of the banking sector. And that big bank basket has rallied from 167 bucks, which it was at the sort of the, uh, the nadir of the market recently, to uh, it was 177 and change yesterday. So there's been a fair rally in those banks led by Commonwealth. Uh, ANZ has shrugged off what weren't particularly great numbers, but uh, certainly uh, those third, those quarterly numbers from the banks have been reassuring for all in the sector. Given that we also have that uh, rise in the resource prices overnight as well, oil, gold and nickel, etc., and even lithium stocks, then we should see a pretty solid day in the uh, resource sectors as well. And of course, tech did very well yesterday. The all tech index up strongly. So we would see, uh, expect to see that today. Block, for instance, was up 10.3% in the US. So that bodes well for um, the artist formerly known as Afterpay, which is now Square. Why they just couldn't call it Block here, I don't know, but there you go. Um, but uh, that does bode well for the sector. And maybe we've seen the bottoming in that sector, at least for the time being. So it'd be interesting to see how that one reacts today. 10-year yields in the US, 1.91. Australia, 2.1. Germany, 0.21. That's positive 0.21. It's gone from negative 3.2 to positive 2.1. So that's a big, big change since before Christmas for European interest rates. Private equity is adding Amart Furniture. I'm sure you've all probably seen Amart in your local shopping centre. Amart Furniture is looking at an IPO down the line. And Western Australia has shortlisted the companies for the second round of the bids for the WA Tab. Naturally, Tabcorp and Entain are the front runners there. And Fortescue has unveiled a vast WA renewables hub. AGL profit out this morning. Profit's up 5.5, but the dividend cut to 16 cents from 41 cents. So if you thought AGL was a nice income stock, obviously not quite as much income as you thought. And BAPCOR, which I added yesterday to the small cap portfolio a little early. I would look to add a little bit more today as it continued to fall. It was down 8% on the results. Uh, Reading the research this morning, uh, certainly the results weren't that bad. Solid I think there was some disappointment from the company saying they had received no interest from outside parties, but the Australian is still running the story that there are a number of parties looking at it. I have to say, BAPCOR to me looks like a classic private equity play. And given that Amart Furniture is joining that IPO pipeline, what better way to fill that private equity void than to buy something like BAPCOR, which has a pretty good monopoly on car parts and those uh, retail car centers like Autobahn, etc. So for me, that does look like an interesting play at the moment. Supermarket suppliers are facing higher charges from Metcash as it's putting up its uh, charges on promotional activities for those um, suppliers. And Qantas will relaunch six international routes in coming weeks as demand surges. They wish, let's face it, demand has been zero. So... Anything above zero, of course, is a surge. 
And uh, if you're Googling or you're looking in your watch list for SYD today, don't bother. It isn't there anymore. Yesterday was the last day of trade for Sydney Airport. You have to say that the people that took over Sydney Airport probably timed it to an absolute T in terms of the stock delisting and being taken out on the cusp of the uh, the full reopening of the um, tourist market to Australia. So, uh, as they say in comedy, timing is everything. All right, question of the day today. Have the bank results convinced you to buy back into the sector? Or have you never left the sector? I did do a big piece on it last week on the machine that is the bank's profits. And we've seen that machine writ large this week with CBA, uh, NABs and various other people in terms of their profits. They just keep cranking it out, Royal Commission or no Royal Commission. It is just a speed bump in the machine for the banking sector. Well, that's it from me today. You can head on over to themarcustoday.com.au website for a whole load more. There's always plenty of stuff there and a full roundup of the resource and uh, results that we see as they drop in Marcus today, that section of the newsletter. So it's certainly very worthwhile having a look at that if there's stocks that interest you that are reporting during the season. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, don't forget there are three other streams that you can listen to. The Marcus Strategy Podcast with our new format with the morning meeting a podcast that we have uh, recorded and slightly edited for a general consumption. There's also the On The Desk podcast with the lads in Melbourne and my On The Couch podcast. And this week I'm hoping, still hoping, although he's been a little elusive, uh, to get the boss on the couch and ask him your questions. So keep them coming if you like. And also an uh, exciting announcement today in Henry's take on a meet the analyst rather than ask the analyst. An actual physical meeting will take place in Sydney in the mid-March. And if you're a member... We'd love to see you there, so uh, look out for your invitation. That's it from me today. Don't forget, Ask the Analyst on Friday at 5.30, and I'm on the call today with Howard Coleman from Team Invest, talking 10 stocks with Koshi on Ausbiz. Thanks very much. Have a great day.